Hey there, bro chachos and bro chachettes. I'm here, this is Not So Great Nate, hanging out with my main dude, Backlog Breakdown Josh himself. And we are here on the Backlog Breakdown. What's up, Josh? <laughs> um, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I like that smooth jazz intro. It's nice. It's, it's, it's some corpse paint Kirby brain jazz. <laughs> yes, exactly. Bringing it back, man. Taking, Taking it back it to the all early days. the way back. I dig it. I dig it. How have you been? Um, you know, allergies, uh, stuff. Uh, Borderlands Three came out, and mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's a, yes. uh, it's a, uh, I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, pretty good. Uh, just uh, had had a rough couple of weeks, mm-hmm. but it was just like you know, just uh, some weird weather. Just getting all okay. tired, not sleeping super well. Oh. Uh, just uh it's the allergy stuff and instead of um just like knuckling down and getting some like allegra d or something to sort of break some of it up i've just sort of been sleeping and uh you know some of it just is like i just had a couple of weeks where i just wasn't as sort of disciplined as i needed to be but uh okay yeah you know it's uh it's been okay i i had you know full disclosure last week at work was real rough uh i was i was in pretty there were several days where i was in poor spirits i don't know like i i just i just uh had a few bad days in a row and uh yeah uh you know doing pretty good though uh you know today had the day off as i do on mondays occasionally and uh wash the dogs uh and uh well we walk them and then we wash them and i meant to read um i i have this book called uh, principles of conduct that i signed out from my church library meant okay. to read it and got sidetracked with borderlands <laughs> <laughs> so nice uh, but uh, you know i i sort of like i'm feeling sort of like uh, fatigued by I, uh, you know, about a month ago or whatever it is now, I took a, a week's vacation and it just feels like ever since then it's just sort of been like really hard to sort of get back into the swing of things. So, yep, I totally get that. Uh, and, uh, yeah, just and a lot of it is just like it's not even like, oh, you know, you got to get used to getting up and going to work. That that part's fine. It's just like I just feel physically like I'm just like not able to sort of like uh yeah get back into it um so yeah how are you man how's school how's life is the broccolo household well any sickness illness no yeah we are doing good uh my son's birthday is on saturday so uh we're looking nice. forward to that yeah he's gonna be four how, years how old, old is, oh my goodness i know isn't that crazy that's, that's dude it's insane like i remember you, what was that do you remember the very first time like years ago when we recorded and he actually like like said hi or something uh-huh. on that like the, the very first like when we were doing like the we were just sort of, you recorded it was basically a google hangout session <gasps> or a skype right. session oh yeah is I think Jesse was involved in that. Uh, was Micah Vanilla 
involved in that? I think so. Or did he not? I think so. Yeah, he showed up. He might have showed up for that, but like, yeah. Anyways, yeah, I was just thinking about that man. He was just a little guy then. That's I mean, true. he's still a little guy, but mm-hmm. he, now he's a bigger little guy. Yeah, yeah. Now he's like a lanky little dude. Yeah, he's he's funny. I love him to death. Um, but yeah, he's going to be four on Saturday, so that'll be fun. His party's not till the next weekend because um, he was born a day before his cousin, and so it just works out that it'd be the next week. Also, family come in town, stuff like that. So um, no, that'll that'll be fun. Um, but yeah, we're doing well. Uh, no sickness or anything like that. Um, school is going well. Um, I think I talked about it last time, these quizzes that they're coming up with. I'm doing really well in the class overall, but these quizzes are just like kicking my butt. Um, is it more of like the memorize this poorly drawn map thing? Uh, yes. Um, so it, it, it's the quizzes so far, the two that I've taken have been like the first half are fill in the blank things that directly pertain to, um, some of the, the sheets that we fill out during the previous weeks. So that stuff is basically like go over your notes and memorize the stuff that you you wrote down in your notes. That I'm totally mm-hmm. cool with. Like that's like it's it's literally the exact same thing. You know, it's the same sentences. You just need to know, you know, what they're talking about, which is cool. That's the stuff we went over in class. But then the um the maps like oh my goodness, it really frustrated me cuz I studied a lot more for this this second quiz. And, um, you know, I just thought that if I studied kind of the areas that we went over, like the main cities in the areas we went over, that I would do a lot better. And, uh, no, they, they threw out a couple cities that they, we had just kind of talked about in passing. And then it, the rest of it was like, okay, um, now like mark off where each of the 10 tribes were in Israel. And it's like, oh, that's great. Like, we talked about Judah and Benjamin and Ephraim a little bit, um, but then it was all just kind of mentioned in passing about other uh, the other tribe. Well, Dan, I know where Dan was, um, but then the other tribes were just kind of like, yeah. I'm just calling shenanigans was, at this point, dude. It, you know, I was. It, it's super frustrating. I might have said a couple bad words um, when I took the <laughs> test because it's it's really fr- it's frustrating because I can you know like I could easily cheat and I'm just like no I can't do that but this is super frustrating that I can't because this is not you know this is not what I studied um, so I got done with it and I was just like okay whatever and later that day I talked with my wife about it and yeah she was basically the same way she's like. That's dumb. Like, why are they testing you? And, so, and I was like, you know what? My The solace that I have is that I'm learning stuff from this class and I enjoy the class. Um, these quizzes just don't do a good job of showing like what I have learned, if that makes sense. So yeah. it, it just, yeah, it, I'm, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist, so it gets under my skin that yeah. I'm doing so poorly in in the quizzes, but the rest of the course I'm doing really well. So my wife also was like, "Hopefully your professor sees that, and like, you know, you could email him or something like that, and just like tell him, you know, <laughs> what you're going through." Well, and I was like, did, "Yeah, but I don't want to whine." It even sounds like he he was like, "Oh well, you know, this quiz should prepare." I don't know, dude. Like, just and maybe this is me being nitpicky or whatever. <laughs> But if you're going to say like, hey, 
uh, on this next quiz, I'm going to ask you where the, the tribes were. And, you know, you only cover like four of the tribes. Like, it, it, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it, I don't know. To me, it, it would just be like, there just feels like it would be like information. Like, this is this, like, you, you really need to remember this. Like, yeah. find a way to sort of say, like, hey, this is important. Remember this. Yeah, exactly. Like, and if it's not important, then don't put it on a quiz. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, I, I don't, like, the quiz. I don't know. It just the way that I look at that stuff in general, like it just sort of, it's like, don't ask obscure nonsense. Say like, this is the important thing mm-hmm. and quiz people on the important things, like to, to make sure that they're studying and sort of up on the things that they actually need I don't know, yeah. but I'm not, I'm not a teacher, nor <laughs> am I a college professor. So, I, you know, take that for what it's worth. But. Yeah, no, I, 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 I totally agree. I mean, it, th- that's what was so frustrating was like, I thought I was going to do a lot better. And I did a little bit better because I got almost all of the, the first half of the quiz. It was fine. Um, because it was all stuff that I actually study for, but just, I don't know if anyone cares. Like I wrote a paper about the importance of Megiddo and the Jezreel Valley. If you know where that is, it's kind of like Northwest Israel basically. Mm-hmm. And then there was, um, the other week of the course, cause they're, you know, the quizzes come every two weeks was basically of the Southwest, um, portion of Israel. And so like, so that talked a lot about the warring, you know, basically after the the Israel split in two after Solomon. So you've got the Israelite, or you know, the tri- Israel itself. It goes by Israel within Samaria, and then you've got the tribe of Judah. You know, when it's split into the northern and southern kingdoms. So that's the two kind of kingdoms like, era. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's where the focuses were each week. So it's like, yes, we did. So Judah was huge, obviously. Benjamin mm-hmm. was pretty big because Saul was from the tribe of Benjamin, and then Ephraim was like a huge. You know, they they were um, they were basically like the strong men for quite a, a while um, through Israel's history. So like, yeah, them, and then for some reason Dan just just we focused on the fact that it was very far north. But those were like the only ones we really kind of honed in on, like. Like, as I was reading, yeah, we mentioned Naphtali and uh, Issachar and Zebulun in passing, but like, as I was reading through the list, I'm like, Simeon? Did we even mention where Simeon was? I have no flipping clue where Simeon is. Like, like I don't even remember talking about it in the least. Uh, so, yeah, it was, it, that was a thing. But now I'm rambling about my course, uh, and this podcast is about video games. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's about stewardship and Mm -hmm. right. So actually, that that is a good segue because um, with my studies that that I've been doing lately, I don't have very much to report on. You know, last week I had three different games that I finished. I have a big old goose egg in terms of finishing games. That's okay, dude. That's I haven't. Um, why don't we just jump into the report, man? Okay, like, okay, let's do it. Um, yeah. So where did um, I put this thing? I've got it somewhere. All right. Oh, 
that's nothing but the finest of Foley works. It's every time, you know, the, that, that gif, gif. Do you say gif or jif? I say jif. That's me. Okay. I'm like, I, the choosy I, moms. I choose jif. I, I don't think, I think I waffle. I'm like, I don't care. Okay. Like, so I'm like, like just as long as I'm communicating the point. Um, but there's that one, it's Magneto from like first class mm-hmm. and he's like perfection. It's like one of my favorite <laughs> memes. It's just like, that's in my head. I'm just like perfection. <laughs> yeah. Um, nice. um, really I've, I've been focusing, not necessarily, I've only played two games. Okay. So I've been continuing on in Dragon Quest eight. I mm-hmm. haven't put very much time into it because I, I found out that my main time that I've spent with that game uh, a lot lately has been while I'm on the elliptical, trying to burn mm-hmm. some calories, and because uh, it's handheld and it just goes so well. Because you know it's not twitchy; it's a JRPG. Um, but that has changed into reading time uh, because I'm having to you know study for classes. So I haven't put very much time into it. Um, but I've got to be near the end of the game. I um, let's see. I just gotten into the Pirate Cove this morning. Um, so Red followed me in there. The dog is possessed, and I did a little side quest thing where you help out these twin uh, brother and sister who take over the casino once their dad dies. And so I did that. Mm-hmm. You go like to these ruins to like where this dragon is has been dead for quite a long time and you go inside his bones and there's this dungeon and uh yeah so got back with them and then they opened up their casino and gave me a bunch of free tokens so i played at the casino for a while and totally cheesed it um because you can just save and reload like uh all other casino video games and that's why casino video games are stupid um anyways why they're the best <laughs> There was a, okay, funny story. When I was in high school, or maybe it was middle school, it doesn't matter. Uh, I had some friends across the street who had Vegas Stakes on Super Nintendo. And uh, so this was a casino game. You know, you, you basically keep gambling and make more money and you go to bigger casinos and you gamble and you make more money and you get to bigger casinos and whatever. And they, they liked playing it. And uh, what we did in order to beat the game, quote unquote, is you would just go to the roulette table and you would put all your money on either black or red. Just save, put all your money on either black or red, and then you'd gain a ton of money if you actually, you know, got the color that you bet on. But if you didn't, you'd lose all your money and you just reset the game. And Just load it back up and yeah. try again. So we beat it in like 10 minutes because you just keep doing that, go to a bigger casino and keep doing that. and Yeah. So, so I, I, I don't like gambling in video games, especially. So hmm. anyways, hmm. Dragon Quest eight, I'm, I'm still digging it, man. And then Dragon Quest 11 S is coming out and they just announced that Dragon Quest mm-hmm. one, two, and three are coming to the eShop here in America. It's been made official. Yes. Um, yes. Just all the Dragon Quests. It's crazy. <laughs> As much as like I'm sort of like, oh, that would be really cool to own Dragon Quest one, two, and three. I'm not gonna buy that. Yeah. Like I, I'm like, I really like those games, but I have no desire. Like I played through them on my phone 
a while ago. Okay. It was like one of those things where I was like, uh, I was, that's, I think I was back in the gas and oil fields. And so there would be, I'd spent a lot of time in my truck. So I just, you know, I'd played on my phone while I was waiting <laughs> to go from site to site or whatever. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I like, I, I have incredibly fond memories of Dragon Quest one, but mm-hmm. I, I'm just like, uh, whatever. <laughs> that's true. So. We did talk about that in the last episode. Um, so. that's cool. Two and three are like some of the few that I don't own. So that's why, man. The, so just not to get too, uh, just, but you are, I would say in the back half of the game. Okay, that's it. So, well, it, it's, I mean, just a regular playthrough is, is fairly beefy, especially yeah. Yeah. unless you're Wesley Ray. Right, and then, exactly. You know, the Henshin dad and his time manipulation powers. Yeah, I don't know how he does it. It's it's the ride watches. They, is yeah. a machine. <laughs> um, yeah, because I'm like almost 50 hours in now i did spend time in the casino so that's there was probably a couple hours there where i was literally i just had the 3ds open while i was studying and i just was you know like resetting the the little poker table or whatever it wasn't poker it it was the oh it was bingo that's what it was at the bingo table and playing that to get tokens um so anyways dragon quest 8 that's been fun i'm enjoying it um then the other game is for our September game. Psychonauts. Psychonauts. Yeah. So that's really where I've been trying to focus. Um, mm-hmm. That said, I mean, I've maybe put in five hours total, something like that. Not which, that much for two weeks. Which brainscape are you on? Like, I know we texted back and forth a little mm-hmm. bit about this. Which brainscape are you on? So I am in the crazy person's brain. I'm trying to get uh, Lily back. So is it like the is it like the third or fourth, or is it? I'm trying to. I don't remember. So I I didn't. It's it's not through Sasha. It's like in the real world. You go to the. Yeah. Um, you know, you find out that the brain that the dude's taking the brains. Okay, so you save mm-hmm. the dumb kid, and right after you uh, what, save the dumb what is kid, his, what is his name? Uh, I, it I doesn't matter. It and, doesn't uh, matter. And so then Lily is kidnapped because you went with her into the water. She was swallowed by the by the freaky fish, and uh, so now you're friends with the, the freaky fish named Linda, and now you're friends with Linda, and he spits you up on the other side of the lake. And mm-hmm. in order to get inside the gate, you have to go into the crazy person's brain who's talking about the milkman who has the key. <gasps> oh, the milkman. Okay. Okay, okay. I know exactly where you're yeah, you're you're a little further ahead than I am. Okay. But Yeah. Yeah. The the whole area and I told you about this, the whole area prior to that where you were in the, the freaky fish's brain has been my favorite part of the game so far. Is that far. the kaiju one? Yes. Yes. yes that, that's probably my favorite too. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. When you said Gogalore, I was like, what? <laughs> no, but then, yeah, that's the, yeah, that's that part. I, I still have fond memories of that part. It's yeah, that's really good. It, like the whole game has a charm to it, 
Um, but that part, it just, it totally won me over. Now I will say that because you're supposed to be like, you know, this huge city stomping monster, it does slow the gameplay down a bit. So, like, the gameplay itself suffers a little, but the conceit is just so great. Like, the the fact that, like, the fish, you know, because it's like this crazy, you're not supposed to be able to talk to fish, but as soon as you get into the fish's brain, they're all, like, sentient, like, super smart fish with, like, very, uh, they, like, over-enunciate their words, and it's just over-the-top, like, we are normal and you're here to say, it's, oh, it's so good. I just, I thought it was the great. writing. The writing is very good in that game. Yeah. So yeah. it's, um, full disclosure is like, I, I've been playing a little bit here and there. I am mm-hmm. really struggling. That camera is really not great. Really? So what are I, you playing it on? My PS4. Okay. So, uh, maybe, maybe I need to go in and fix some settings or something, but, uh, that camera there are times when I'm like, not all the time, but like, you know, you cause there's a, a bit of a platforming element and I really mm-hmm. actually enjoy the platforming for the most part. Um, but, uh, yeah, there've been some like moments where I'm like, the, the camera has just really made me mad <laughs> because okay. it's like, it requires you to constantly be, be manipulating it, but it doesn't handle well. I guess is like, I don't know. I think the camera's kind of janky. Um, but I, I, I do like that game. I'm glad that you're enjoying it. I am. I'll say that. I am. I, I dig it. It, I will say like it started off and it threw so many different, um, it, the collectibles in the game. I feel like it just doesn't have the same sort of like conceits. Like it's not self-explanatory. Like in Mario, mm-hmm. you know, get coins, because like coins are a good thing. It's like, it's a form of currency, you know, like mm-hmm. it just has this, this thing to kind of pertain to the real world. Whereas like in Psychonauts, it's like, get the side challenge marker and, you know, get eight <laughs> get, of those. Get, and and then buy a Psychor. Exactly. And then yes. You can a get a rank. And nine of them and you get nine challenge or no, no, no. You trade them in for a challenge marker. That's what it is. So you get the nine Psy cards and then you buy a Psychor and you can trade those in for a, ch- a Psy challenge marker. And it's like, what the heck are you talking about? Like, I don't know what any of those things are. It's that. It's that weird, like, yeah, we, and we were texting back and forth. There's like a weird sort of like leveling mechanic. Yeah. That's employed. Um, yeah. Which is fine. And once you get the hang of it, it's like, okay, yeah, right. but it's, it, you're right. And even the currency, they're like titanium arrowheads. Yeah. And it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, what do I, do I mean, these? Like you don't get, you don't get access to the store for a little while. Um, but it was, it felt like it was a huge dump at the beginning of the game. And since then it hasn't, it hasn't added other collectibles. That's what I was afraid of is like, is it just going to continually like throw these different things at me? Like, no, you get your footing within the first couple hours and it's, and it makes sense. It just, yeah, it was just that initial kind of just like, whoa, 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 I don't know what the heck I'm supposed to be doing right now. Well, and there, but there are like a bajillion collectibles. Like there, there really are like there's the figments, 
Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's the um, so and there's hundreds of those. Yeah. You know, and then there's the cobwebs, and then there's the That's mental right. baggage, and like in order <laughs> to get the cobwebs, you have to have what's it? It's like eight hundred. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And and then there's oh, there's so much like junk where I'm just like, what? Like I mm-hmm. I like just me personally coming back to it. I was like, oh wow, this yeah. is kind of clunky, mm-hmm. and I'm not. I, I'm still like I think like and again sort of like just like the writing in it is strong enough that it sort of carries the game for yeah. me. Yeah, I mean the game's fine. So yeah, and like you think when it was made too. I mean, I according to Wikipedia, April nineteenth of two thousand five was its release date, but it was originally on PS two. That's what I think of because when mm-hmm. when it goes to a cutscene, you can tell it was on a PS two. Um. Uh, I'm I'm playing this on P- on PC. I'm playing it on Steam. Mm-hmm. So it's at full 1080 on my monitor, but then when it goes to a cutscene it just like it uh, there's like a nice it's like someone smeared uh you know petroleum all over my screen. <laughs> That's what it Dude, looks well, like. Dude, <laughs> well like on the PS4, like the in-game rendering, mm-hmm. like the the actual engine, it's like it's it it's so weird, man. Okay, because like the the in-game character models are kind of like janky, and huh. some 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 of them. But then, like, uh, what's the the uh, the kid with the the fro and the bad teeth? He's kind of like the bully. The bully, isn't it? Just Billy. It, it might just or was be that Billy, his, his friend. I don't know. But there's the the one with the huge ears, and then there's yeah. the one who's just tall and weird looking. And uh, anyways, like in game, he's kind of like janky looking. But then there was like a cutscene where I was like, man, that's actually not like a bad character model. Like he looked better in the cutscene. Like I'm not saying huh. the overall quality of the cutscene was better. Period. Uh-huh. But it's like like the in game model. I was like, oh, this is. Not great. (laughs) Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, oh, sorry. Well, it was just that, oh, you know, they used to do the, the, uh, CGI Mm cutscenes and, and there were, there was a different engine used. They didn't, right. They didn't animate that stuff in engine. Yeah. So, yeah. It's it's definitely like smoother for the cutscenes. Yeah. 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 The, the animations are definitely different. It's it's definitely, I mean, even on PC, it's like an up-resed game. So, so like, it's it's basically just the textures that are up-resed. It's not like it, it gets a full, you know, remaster treatment. It doesn't look amazing. There's just a huge difference between, like, yeah, a smooth frame rate at 1080 versus the cutscenes that... Uh, that look like it's being stretched over the screen. Like it was not meant to, <laughs> to be blown up that big. So it probably wasn't. That's the thing. No, I'm no, I mean like, what is, what is the resolution on, on the PS two? It's like what? 480, something like that. If that. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, not that that matters. I'm not PC master race at all. I mean, geez, the last PC game that I played was uh, hotline Miami and I'm, and I was complaining about uh WASD, So, uh, yeah, so those are the games that I've been playing. <laughs> I'll, I'll just leave it yep. at that. Um, in terms of reading, I have spent almost uh, like a good chunk of the day um, re-listening, re-reading um, The Masculine Mandate by Richard Phillips. 
Okay. It's, that's a good book. It's a good book. I like it. Um, it partly because of the conversation that we'll have later, but I'm honestly not sure how, how much overlap it'll have, but you know, just kind of wanted to get myself in the right mindset. Um, yeah. institutes yeah. is, is coming along. Uh, it's slow going. It, it, has been for a while. I mean, just with school and all that stuff, I don't get as much time to read other things. Um, but it is coming along. I'm at chapter 12 in book two. Yeah. So we just, Calvin just was talking about the differences between the old Testament and new Testament differences and similarities, uh, value vision, still doing one or two of those every day. That's pretty nice. I dig that. That definitely helps to kind of, recenter my thought process. And then I've been focusing on the first few verses of chapter two of James. And so I've got maybe three or four verses of chapter two down again, slow going, but, uh, you know, thanks to Habitica, it is coming along almost every day, at least plugging away a little bit. So that's been nice. Slow and steady. Yeah. 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 So you've been playing Psychonauts. You've been playing Borderlands three. What's, I've uh, also been playing Katana Zero. Okay, um, yeah. Which sort of actually, I really like that game. Uh, mm-hmm. It's, uh, I don't have, I technically rolled credits on it because it's got like multiple mm. endings, sort of. Like there's there's an ending you can choose that sort of cuts the game off halfway through. Okay. Um, and then there's an ending you can choose where it's like, it's it's sort of like the true ending, quote unquote. Okay. And uh it's it's an action platformer that's sort of puzzly. Um there's a there's like a, a slowdown mechanic that basically you just play through each screen, but it's the conceit is each screen is sort of a puzzle as far as like you're an assassin and you have a sword and you can do this time slowdown thing. And so you can bounce bullets back at people. And it's basically, you just, for the most part, you just wipe out the dudes on the screen. There's a level or two where they're like, they want you to get through the screen undetected without killing anybody. Which, those levels actually happen earlier on in the game and then really frustrated me. But anyways, (laughs) I'm really liking it. um, Because it's just, you get these really neat, like, sequences when when you're finally done and you watch it like sort of like when you're playing it you play the same level like 20 times 30 times but it's like wow. a real quick load it's it's sort of like that Miami hotline Celeste sort of thing there's okay. a real quick load it is like if you get hit by a bullet or anything you're dead like it it's probably sort of like yeah like a blend between like if hotline Miami were sort of a side-scrolling platformer sort of thing versus like the top-down thing that it is. Nice. And it's, like I said, it's it's very cool. It's very stylish. Um, it's interesting. It's like about government conspiracy kind of like weird. It's it's cool. It's very cool. Um, yeah, and Borderlands 3 and Psychonauts. <laughs> mostly, like, uh, mostly Borderlands 3 in the last couple of days. Uh, that game has... Well, I stayed up. Okay, so it launched um, midnight on the 12th. Okay. Uh, or the 13th. Like the, the midnight in between the 12th and the 13th. And I stayed up late that night and played it uh, for like an hour. And then 
Yeah. Um, and I've, so I've got, and I'm, I'm playing multiple characters. Uh, mm-hmm. I have, you know, we, and, and we talked about this pre-show, but uh, I have a character that I'm playing through the game with my brother. I have, I've rolled other characters so that if other people want to play, I can hop in. And then I have uh, a character that I'm just sort of playing on my own. Um, just to sort of like roll through it by myself that way, that way, like, you you know, I can sort of enjoy the content at my pace yeah. versus, um, somebody else's. So there's that, uh, I like borderlands three a whole lot. Um, if you want to hear a bunch of my thoughts about it, subscribe to the Patreon and, (laughs) uh, I, I will talk a little more in depth about about it um yeah it's it's really good uh psychonauts yeah you know and again uh we we talked a little bit i really am that game is absolutely charming um (laughs) yeah that's a really good observation though too like that a lot of the game is like very front-loaded like they throw a whole bunch of there's a massive dump of information sort of in the very beginning that's a little like esoteric and weird and sort of like but once you actually sort of get into it it like yeah it does like aside from my like little bit of griping or beef with a camera i i think it's a good game i think it's yeah. it still sort of holds up i think it's definitely like y- you can tell like it's it suffers from some of that early 3d stuff mm-hmm. but uh it's not nearly as like grotesque as other 3d games yeah from that era and i just think like you know it's it's well crafted like well crafted levels well craft uh, and the storyline's good um mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it makes me wonder what they have planned for the second one I, I well yeah i don't know i don't know uh i'm really pretty in, but that i think like the fact that like they were like well when you beat this game now there's a secret cinematic that Ooh. in order to unlock it's like 60 seconds of footage you have to get you have to collect everything in the game. You have to get, get to level 100, that. which requires like hitting like every collectible. So I'd say when you're done, like every figment, like every figment, what? and some of those figments are ridiculous. <laughs> I did it. I did it back in the wow. PS2 360 era. Um, I was mildly obsessed with that <laughs> game, uh, but. It was like it was like a moment of just like my my greatest triumph. Yeah, it was like it was like one of those things. Like, and and of course, like that was prior to any sort of like it was all like the the save file, you know, existed and on on a hard drive on my I, I think it played on my three sixty, maybe okay. I played it on the original Xbox. I can't remember what I played it on, but anyways, whatever I played it on, I beat it and I was like. And then I looked through, and it was I hundred percented everything, and I was like, "This is amazing." Um, I am a golden like, god. Yes, <laughs> I'm on drugs. <laughs> Sorry, but uh, yeah, uh, it's you know, it's definitely one of those games. Sort of going back to what we talked about, it, it definitely shows its age a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but not in a bad way. I think. Uh, I'm I'm enjoying sort of going back to it, and I think I'm just going to sort of like power through the story for now, and then come back. When, you know, dude, like I, 
realized September, I was tweeting back and forth with Micah a little bit um, mm-hmm. from the show, Micah Hendrick. And dude, September is like drinking from the fire hose. Yeah. It is as far as like game releases, like it <sighs> yeah. is ridiculous. Castle Crashers uh, remaster comes out tomorrow. Okay. Yes. By the time this drops, so it'll be the 17th. So we're recording 16th. It'll release on the 17th. Um, and I want that. Um, 27th is no, 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 no. You wait. can't, you can't. Oh, I thought it was 20th. Is it 20th? I thought it was Friday. What's on the, what's on the 27th? There's, there's like a whole load. Like, you know what? This is the part of the show where I pull up my phone and I look up all the, um, September. Okay. Yeah. It's, video game it's releases. Sorry, I didn't mean to be rude. I just you cannot skip over Link's Awakening like that. I wasn't you said go- the twenty seventh, and so I, I was I like, no, wrong, no, 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 no. <laughs> you don't wrong, do that. I had the wrong date. That's all. Sorry. I, no, I'm I, just I'm kidding around. Uh, Castle Crashers, September seventeenth. Uh, well, we had Borderlands three. Um, that was on the thirteenth. Mm-hmm. I think that was the first big release in September. Was it or was Astral Chain? Was Astral Chain released this month? That's a good question. August thirtieth. <laughs> okay, so just right, there. right before that. All right, so let's see. Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening on the twentieth. Okay, Mutation PC and PS4. That's like an indie jam that I've been hearing a lot of like hype around. That's on the nineteenth. Okay. Uh, I said already said Castle Crashers. Uh, Groundhog Day, like Father, like Son. It's a PC VR and PS VR game. It's the sequel to Groundhog Day in VR. Okay. Huh. It's, it looks sort of interesting. That's on the 17th. Uh, one has my attention. I don't know how seriously. Uh, and I'm just going to sort of like hit the the bigger highlights here. Yeah. Nino Kuni Wrath of the White Witch is getting uh, a Switch release, and then Nino Kuni Remastered is coming to PC and PS4. The Untitled Goose Game is coming out on the 20th. Or, well, just for the PC and Switch. Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition is coming out on PS4, Xbox, and Switch. Baldur's Gate Siege of Dragonspear, Baldur's Gate 2, Cat Quest 2, uh, Contra Rogue Core, September 24th, uh-huh. Dead by Daylight uh, is coming to Switch on the 24th, Icewind Dale Enhanced, 24th, Planescape Torment. Dude, that's like uh, old school. Old school, yeah. I had heard about that. I didn't know that that was this, this month. Um so like a bunch of the old uh, what what was the what was the studio that anyways like those point and click like Baldur's Gate and the various spinoffs mm-hmm. and sort of like they're all coming it looks like to pretty much all the consoles. Uh, the Surge Two is hitting oh, wow. on September twenty fourth. Uh, Switch is getting Darksiders Two Definitive Edition. Nice. That's the the worst <laughs> death. Definitive. Definitive. And the War Mastered edition for Darksiders 1 was the War Mastered. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rage 2 is getting DLC. Dragon Quest is coming in 27th. Yep. 
Dragon Dragon Quest 2 and 3. Then, oh, dude. So Dragon Quest 1, 2, and 3 are all dropping the same day as Dragon Quest 11S. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. That's crazy. That is a Uh, thing. Tropico Six is dropping on the twenty seventh, and that's that's like all the big stuff that mm-hmm. I saw for September. That's a loaded month, dude. Yeah, it, there are two more that uh, maybe I don't know if anyone cares, but Damon X Machina came out earlier, like last week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. that's that's no, one that's I have my hit. eye yes. on. Like I I enjoyed the um, the demo that I played, even like it wasn't fantastic, but it was like, oh yeah, this is fun. I like flying around in huge mechs. It's just fun. Um, There's a 10-hour demo. Oh, wow. It was that long? I think it's 10 hours. Yeah, I think they came out with another one. I think you're right. The new demo is supposed to be fairly beefy. Nice. Nice. So there's that. And then I know you had tweeted about this one, but River City Girls also came out this month. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So that's another, you know, if you're into those beat-em-ups, it looks a lot like that uh, uh, Scott Pilgrim game that was released back in the day and that's uh that's a way forward game yep. and in creates actually partnered on that really oh i didn't know that uh i could be wrong on that no that might be an arc system i think oh, it actually yeah that's what system. it is they're the publisher yeah arc system works crazy japanese companies way forward and arc system works yeah mm-hmm. never mind i was wrong also I apologize for all you retro gamers, the Sega Genesis Mini just released as well. So yeah. you can play a bunch of old uh, Genesis games with some really good emulation. So there's that. So if you want to add to your backlogs, September of 2019 is the month to do it. Oh, Gears 5 came out. Oh, yeah, that's right. I've heard good things about it. I've never played a Gears that game. Was- uh gears i played the first two they were good okay um phoenix point i don't know that's from the creator of the beloved XCOM franchise is coming in with a new sci-fi rpg phoenix point features crab human mutants of our outbreak and alien invaders in a post-apocalyptic world nice looks interesting uh yeah I was I was slightly interested. Well, no, I'm interested in it, but I'm still not sure how I feel about it. There's a pixel art 2D platformer game called Blasphemous. That uh, oh, that looks neat. Yeah, did that come dark. out this month? Yeah, I think it was already released. Yeah, it, was it a September game? I'm just trying to find like a co- a comprehensive list. All the games. And all the games that came out in September. Okay, Catherine Full Body came out on the third. Yep. Final Fantasy VIII Remastered came out on the third. Oh okay. yeah, that the, one. Uh, I I'm Sorry. tempted. I'm, oh, hey, you are? Listen, I am. I I like date. I think like mm-hmm. the. I think. I mean. I I think I talked about it. I I think in a lot of ways it takes a lot of flack because the story is kind of poop. Yeah, the story's trash. Mm-hmm. But man, that fusion system. Or the junction system, or whatever they call it. I mm-hmm. think that's such a neat mechanic. Did, uh, did creature you... new. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, that one looks good. It's like a pinball dungeon crawler sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, creature Noel that came out on the sixth. Monster Hunter World Iceborne was on the sixth. Um, Greedfall, which is like a sort of a Bloodborne 
ish oh, RPG really? sort of thing. Um, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Dude, that. there's a whole big. That's insane. There's a whole big. Uh, this Overland, I've been hearing things about it, but I don't know anything about it. Uh, there's uh, the Sojourn. I, I've seen some stuff about that, but don't. Yeah. The Mario Kart Tour comes to <laughs> iOS and Android September 25th. Code Vein comes out September 27th. I, I think. Oh, no, did, I think what? I got that. That might have been its original date. I think it got delayed. Okay. Yeah, um, I feel like it would have been talked about a lot more. Yeah. There's just like, it, it's so hard to just find like a comprehensive, like good list. Mm-hmm. Anyways. For all the games, you know that you want to, but I, I, I just going back to the point that I felt like this month was just like a monster. Um, there were three, That's like true. there have been, there's been a lot of stuff this year where I've been like, oh, I want, but it, it was like none of them compared <laughs> to like really the way that I was like Borderlands three. I was like, like from the moment. I heard that mm-hmm. date. I was like, "Nope, I want this day one." Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's the one you'll go th- for. That's the one that I'm going to bite hard on. Uh, I'm definitely like Link's Awakening. I'm going to be eyeballing that and sort okay. of like trying to figure out a way to pick that up. I I would like to just personally, um, yeah. yeah, play that on the show. Like I, you know, yeah. but you know, play that for the podcast. Like, yeah, it looks fantastic. You know, you guys know it it's does. one of my favorites, but like. The actual visual style, I think, just looks awesome. Um, I It's difficult for me. Th- th- the fact that it's $60 is hard for me to get around. Like, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was coming out at a budget price. I thought it was going to be like $40. Uh, but it's a full-price nope. game. And so that, that kind of... I don't think I'll be picking it up anytime soon just because of that. Because I already own I it. I might... I might just play the old I might one. be trying to <laughs> well they they did introduce some new content. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm I might be trying to like that might be like Christmas. Okay. Or anniversary yeah. type stuff. Yeah. Um so all right. Anyways, I got off track. <laughs> Sorry. Uh as far as reading goes, um you know, I'm almost done. I've got like two sections left on that anger devotional, uh, calming your spirit um, devotional. And I sort of like put that on the back burner because I've been trying to read through some confessing the faith. Like we've been going through it in diaconate training and we've Mm -hmm. sort of been like rushing through it. And I'm trying to sort of slowly chew through some of Mm -hmm. that stuff. Um, I, I listened to a couple of books I can't remember the the title that tells you that it's it's okay, but it's um, oh I'm listening to the audiobook version of the novelization of the battle the Alita Battle Angel. Okay, um, okay. Movie. So, and I'm listening to a novelization based on a screenplay that's based on a manga, or no, that's based on an OVA that's based on a manga. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Dang. Yeah, it's it's a little in the weeds. Um <laughs> I did I did use a credit to pick up the death of King Arthur. Um, okay, nice. Yeah. So I'm looking to to get any of that. Uh but there's there's a systematic that RC Sproul it's it's a system it was a video series or 
I think maybe anyways, it's basically RC talking through a systematic. It's a it's nice. an audiobook systematic. Uh it's called Foundations. And Okay. He sort of it it's a collection of all his different lessons on different like it's not as deep as like like Grudem's systematic yeah. or um you know I own the Mike Horton Pilgrim's Theology systematic okay. on my Kindle and uh I own oh, I own Grudem's I own Hor- I want to get a, a physical version of Horton's mm-hmm. uh, anyways um. And then I, I have that that be, I have the battles translation of the institutes, and then I yep. have um, Beaky and uh, I can't remember who co-authored that with them, but the Puritan systematic as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so and and I can recommend like from what I've read of all of those, I can recommend all of them. I think you know yes. I think the assessment is like you know I think Grudem systematic gets beat up and he is, it, it, some of his stuff is problematic especially when it comes to his he's a continuationist and frankly mm-hmm. I think the continuationist position is sort of problematic um not in a sense that it's like a trouble I just like it's like if you're a continuationist you're a horrible person I just I find the arguments like, and this is coming from someone who used to be continuationist and is no longer continuationist. Mm-hmm. Just saying, I I think the 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 scriptural evidences and the scriptural proofs aren't there. Um, yeah. So those are all good, but I wanted to say R.C. Sproul did actually have a systematic. He taught systematic theology for years, and so okay. foundations. It's okay. it's worth a listen. I've I've listened to it um, a couple of times, and it's good. Nice. Uh, Anyways, reading uh, that cigar book, The Christian Gentleman's Companion by uh, Ted Cluck and Zach Bartles, mm-hmm. which, you know, early recommendation or whatever. If you guys like Ted Cluck from The Happy Rant, he does another podcast called The Gut Check Podcast with Zach Bartles, and I love it. I love <laughs> it. I've, I've been listening to old episodes and sort of... I love it. I love Ted Cluck. He's nice. kind of like I, I want to meet him in real life and just say thank you, thank you for being a reasonable human being. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's um, true. Quick aside, we will be coming back to that one. Um, but uh, so I've been reading that. Uh, as far as reading goes, like you know, aside from sort of the basic stuff, I I was actually supposed to sit down and read through a book called uh, Principles of Conduct by John Murray. I was just gonna like power through it because it's not super long, mm-hmm. even though it is John Murray, um, and so it's gonna be like some work. But uh, I was just gonna like power through it and then do like a slow roll through it uh, over the next couple of weeks. But Borderlands Three. Uh, <laughs> moral of the story is if i want to do something like that i need to do it before i turn on borderlands 3 um but uh as far as memorization goes uh you know i'm i'm still working on the sec like on verses 5 through 10 or 6 through 10 of uh second galatians or galatians 2 second galatians (laughs) woo Um, so yeah, uh, you know, I'm making some progress there, not a ton. It's sort of that slower, it's sort of just the slower bites, the slower rolls and, you know, Habitica definitely helps. Mm-hmm. Um, even though like I tried to step into the tavern and then I took a bunch of damage and I got mad. And so I just stopped doing that. Um, 
I just wanted to take a day or two off and it's like, nope. It's like, we're going to beat you up. Um, so. So I brought up Ted Cluck earlier and he is on a podcast called The Happy Rant. And now full disclosure, we were actually going to sort of talk like we before they covered this, we were like, hey, this is kind of an interesting little bit of social media and we have some thoughts in regards to this. And since it's something we've actually sort of talked about, like sort of pursuing biblical masculinity. We'd like there was a guy named Clint Presley. He tweeted out this 99 steps to biblical manhood mm-hmm. or something like that. And it's me personally, just like sort of like play, laying my cards out on the table. I didn't think the list was terrible. Mm-hmm. I think some of it is just silly and should be ignored. There are a couple where I'm like, and eh, no. And then there, but overall, I feel like there was a lot of good to be pulled from this list. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons that I wanted to talk about this, because I saw a lot of guys in some of the various reformed groups that I'm a part of, or even on reformed Twitter, like bringing this up and sort of just shrieking about, and I'm going to use the word shrieking, okay? And I'm going to use that intentionally because I feel like their reactions were not even close to warranted. Like their reactions to this this piece of content were wildly out of place. And I, and I was like, this is girlish and childish and silly. And you know what? That's, that's offensive to girls because... <laughs> Small, I know little girls who were better behaved than some of these dudes, you know, but it was, it was just childish and foolish. And it, it made me, it not only made me angry, but it made me sad because a lot of these guys were sort of like coming after a brother in Christ because he, he, he did something probably, uh, it's a little on the foolish side. Now, uh, so where, where does the happy rant have to do with this? Well, they went over it. Ted and uh, Ted Clark and Barnabas Piper, that's John Piper's son for anybody who, who doesn't know that podcast, they, they sort of went through this list and they looked it over. And I'll be frank, we don't have, I don't think we have anything really profound to add what, to what they say. So yeah. I would just right up front, I'd say, if you like what we say, you should probably go listen to that. <laughs> Because yeah. it's going to be, I I thought it was one of the best episodes they've done, in my opinion. I okay. really appreciate it. I one, I really appreciated the fact that Pipes kind of came to uh, Pastor Presley's defense in a lot of ways and saying, like, listen, like this wasn't all bad, and this is probably coming from a good place, and and so, um, like he knows Clint Presley, and he's like, Clint's a good dude. And I appreciated that. I appreciated that because I was like, you know, here's a voice of reason, which it just doesn't feel like we have a ton of those in the, the 
reformed Christian blogosphere, Twitter sphere, Facebook sphere. Instead, what I saw was dudes shrieking about stuff. That, and again, I am on purpose using the word shrieking <laughs> about Jesus couldn't have done any of this. Well, duh. Like, come on. <sighs> Anyways, mm-hmm. so we uh, we'll post a picture of this because I think he's since removed the tweet. Yeah, um, Which but I'm surprised by. I saved the picture. And and so we'll actually post a picture in the Facebook group if anybody wants to read it. Um, I will say this, though. If in the Facebook group you start getting shrieky and stupid, I will mute you. <laughs> like, I, I'm not even, like, I'm, I'm only half joking here. Like, I'm just not, like, if you get defamatory, if you get nasty, I will mute. You will not be able to comment on that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, because, like, the, the biggest problem I had was there was a total lack of charity when it came to this, mm-hmm. like a total lack of charity in dealing with a brother. And so that's sort of what put this on my map, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. I had first seen this list in it's sort of a similar situation of like, basically people pulling it up and being like, look at how ridiculous this is. Isn't this stupid? Um, and I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it just, it was, it was very much like, you know, taking some of the dumb stuff on the list. Cause we'll, we'll, we'll go through it in a little bit. If you haven't seen it yourself, there are some just like, I honestly can't tell if he's just joking. If like, there's some just tongue in cheek suggestions in here um, because it feels very much like the, uh, the hyper masculine like bro culture kind of kind of thing you mm-hmm. know like i don't know here's here's one learn to polish a shoe you know it's like is that do you really have to be a man to polish a shoe it just you know there's i don't know maybe that's not maybe this is a better one don't use too much hair product you know don't wear thongs stuff like that where it's just like okay i get why <laughs> What were you okay. Say? Well, I was going to say like the, these. The, it actually in this looking at this list, it falls into each one of these falls into good, bad, or just plain silly. So yes. the, the good, the bad, or the silly, um, is sort of the way that I was dividing up the uh, the the list things. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And so like, it was, it was like a lot of people just kind of pulling out the silly ones and being like, look how dumb this is. And then I I saw some comments in the thread that it was in that was talking about like, well, this is just legalism. Like this is putting up a law that you need to follow in order to be a real, you know, quote unquote, real man. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Not that I said anything because arguing on the internet is stupid. Um, but you know, just in my head, I'm like, calm the heck down. <laughs> like this, de- if you look at it now, I, I, I don't think, th- I think the original tweet made some insinuation that this is like, you know, a Christian man. But if you just look at this, um, image, it says 99 steps toward manhood. It doesn't mm-hmm. specifically say like biblical manhood. You know what I mean? It doesn't say that like all yeah. of these things are backed up with scripture. So I was kind of just like, you know, like he's not, you know, claiming that like each one of, you know, he doesn't have a proof text for each one of the, it's not that big of a deal, you know, he's not saying like yeah. every single person needs to 
have these things in order to be a man. Like it's just, and that's, that's, I think where some people kind of tripped up was like the whole idea of steps. It's like, well, those are requirements. And it's like, well, no, it's, it, they're not like you, you take steps to do things like, so anyways, yes. Well, there's a I, lot I of, think too. Yeah. I think too, like, and, and just to reference the happy Ram podcast again, Bar- when Barnabas Piper like was talking about this is like in providing some context, he's like, I, and I'm quoting him here. He really believed that this was just sort of like Clint's like, I'm sick and tired of dealing with these knucklehead 19 year olds who can't seem to get their crap together coming to me with the same dumb thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put these 99 bullet points out there and say, okay, next time you come to me with this, take this list, start ticking some of these things off. Yeah. Like, and, and, and then come back and talk to me. And, you know, in that context, I'm like, well, no, this is perfectly reasonable. And like, you know, some of it, some of it is just plain silly. Yeah. And yeah. which, to like and sort of even like my thing is like okay like maturity here to me and i'm not trying to be overly harsh but maturity to me in this situation is like okay you see some things on this list that you don't like instead of overreacting accusing him of legalism you know and sort of like the the shrieking and the keyboard sort of like freak out crap how about we say there's some good stuff here there's some bad stuff here and there's just some nonsense and move on. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, dude, like I'll be frank, like the dudes who are making this into a big deal. Like I want to look at them and say, uh, you're demonstrating a, a, like a complete lack of graciousness and maturity here. But, and that's just me sort of being mean <laughs> spirited, maybe, maybe, but anyways, anyways, so yeah, I, I think the other thing that kind of needs to be said, at least the context that I was in when I saw this, um, the list is that, like, he calls this 99 Steps Toward Manhood, and I think it's easy to get caught up, like, especially, I don't know, if, if you're you're if you're used to hearing things a certain way. Um, manhood, the term, can mean different things, Right. So the opposite, I just want to say the opposite of manhood can, depending on the context, either be womanhood, like this could be in the, in the, as a, um, the flip side to womanhood, or it can be in contrast, that's the word I'm looking for, or it can be in contrast to boyhood. So Mm -hmm. I, like this doesn't necessarily have to mean these are only for guys, only for males females need not apply to anything on this list that doesn't necessarily you don't have to assume that that's what he's saying he might just be saying this is what it means to grow up you know as a male this is what it means to grow up so um i i I just saw that assumption being made as well like a lot of people say and I love the episode, but even the happy rant kind of said like, well, not all these things just apply to men. Like these apply to women also. Yeah. Yes. And I, I, I feel like a lot of what he's saying, yes, there is a, I think he's using it in both ways as well. Not that women can't do a lot of these things, just that like as a male, 
And as a grown adult male, you ought to be able to do these things or you, this ought to characterize your life. Um, so anyways, I just, I just wanted to throw that out there because it's so easy to get caught up in, uh, in the, the, you know, like gender battles of the day or something like that, where I don't think that's necessarily where he's going. There are some masculine traits that are talked about, but it doesn't mean that that none of this applies to women. It just he's addressing guys. That's he's, all that it means. He's he's aiming this at dudes, and so in that, you know, there are things that could apply generally, and as such, like, but he's specifically saying like he's addressing the lack in in men. Yes, in these areas. So, yeah. So, um, let's just sort of. You know, and again, I will post the list. You know, but looking at the 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 the, I I have it pulled up here. Uh, I'm just going to sort of Christian the Christian life. Uh, we have there's 16 things here, and uh, trust Christ as Lord. Read the Bible through once a year. Memorize large passages. Large passages. Write down prayers. Be early to church. Serve in the church. Sing in the church. Take notes in church. Have a daily devotion. Be able to articulate the gospel. Read at least one good systematic theology book. Read Disciplines of a Godly Man. Read four biographies a year. Don't watch porn. Don't have sex before marriage. And take your Bible to church. All most of those, I would say, are good things, necessary things in many ways. Mm-hmm. Um. The read four biographies a year, I'm kind of like, mm, okay, like that's kind of a pass. Uh, Disciplines of a Godly Man, I'm not sure that I necessarily would count that as required reading. But overall, mm-hmm. almost everything on the list, I'm like, no, this is good. Like, yeah. take notes in church. Pay attention. Like, it's like, I'm, I'm not even saying you need to take notes per se, but pay attention in church. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, some people aren't big writers and that's fine. But I still, I don't think it hurts to write down your prayers. Um, you know, singing in church, I, I'm going to say, I don't care if you sound like a, a bullfrog. <laughs> sing. You're commanded. Like, you are to sing spiritual songs, psalms, and hymns. Like, that is one of the things we are to do in worship. So, sing. You know, you aren't mm-hmm. there to, to please the other congregants. You are there to pre- please the Lord. He's commanded you to sing. He wants you to sing, so sing. Like, you know, get get over yourself. Uh, you know, uh, memorize large passages. I think it is a good thing. Um, you know, again, these are not things I would say are even, yeah, serve in the church. Yeah, yeah, duh. <laughs> like, <laughs> you should be doing that whether you're paid staff or not. I mean, um, take your Bible to church. Uh, I know some people have Bibles on their phones. I, I will, something that sort of convicted me here is like, I know I've noticed that for the most part, I don't actually use my phone in church. And when I do pull it up, I, there's a tendency for me to get sidetracked. Yeah. So it's just, it is better for me to just take a physical Bible. Um, so I, I don't have too many problems with the first section. Uh, the, do you? No, no, I agree. I, I, but I do just have to say that, like, again, this list I feel like is our guidelines, and a lot yeah. of these that I see 
it's like take the the heart of what he's saying rather than the the specific thing that he's saying you know like i mean there's some more general ones like he says memorize large passages like that's great that's great it just it means mm-hmm. like dedicate yourself to memorizing the word of god yes exactly when he starts mm-hmm. to get real particular that's when it's kind of like okay that's a cool suggestion i'd i'd rather you know, instead of shackling myself to that one specific thing, like that would be a great goal, but I don't necessarily, you know, I don't read the Bible through once a year. I think that's a great thing to do. Um, but you know, what he's saying there is immerse yourself in the word of God. And so like, I'm, I don't know. I don't get offended when people make, (laughs) when people make suggestions like this, because I'm just like, okay, cool. Like I get what you're trying to say. Like, even if I don't agree with the exact thing that you're saying, like I, I get what you're, I get the heart behind it and I agree. So, um, so yeah, I, I don't really take issue with a lot of those things. Yeah, no, I, I don't. Yeah. So, uh, well, let's move on to the next section, personal habits. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's about a dozen of these, maybe a little bit more. Don't cuss, don't complain, don't cry. In parentheses, he has the word much. Okay. Get up early, work harder, sleep less, have rigorous daily exercise, be able to do at least 25 push-ups in a row. Don't lie, don't be crude, exercise, good hygiene, keep your house clean, don't wear a hat inside. So where I say like the first section is um, sort of, you know, take take the Lord and his word and his church seriously sort of sums up like, and I'm like, yes, do that. You know, take the word seriously, take preaching, uh, like, you know, take preaching and prayer and congregational worship seriously. Take these things seriously. Mm -hmm. Um, The second one is sort of like, take care of your stuff, take care of yourself. Don't be a slob, you know, you know, and you know, I, personally, like the the don't cuss man, like that one, I get a little sweary often, mm-hmm. and I I probably complain way more than I ought to. Um, you know, the get up early, work harder thing, sleep less. I'm like, man, there is a part of me that's like, I think we need to. There, there are some dudes. I, I'm saying, like, listen, get enough sleep work hard you know um but you know there's there's a part of me that's sort of like at that one like that's one where i get a little like uh like you have to i you need to qualify some of that stuff there yeah um but i think like you know the 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 hard the uh the have rigorous daily exercise, be able to do at least 25 push-ups in a row. And I, I made the comment to you um, about an individual and I'll sort of, we'll leave that, that conversation locked behind the paywall. So if you want to hear me sound like a butthead, uh, you're going to have to pay to do it. Uh, but um, there, there was an individual. Well, how about I say this instead? What I have noticed is that there are certain types of guys who are seminarians, whether they have 
a master's degree or a PhD in theological studies or some sort of, you know, whatever degree, um, who frankly do not take care of themselves. And I'm going to sort of caveat, I'm going to sort of like throw a lot of like sort of disclosures or, you know, listen. I understand that sometimes because of physical disabilities, you just can't exercise or hard. And uh, my wife has uh, a type of arthritis. She cannot do high impact tra training. We just found this out like mm. a few months ago. Like, and so she can't run. She can't do like the high intensity impact training stuff. Like she can't do a lot of that okay. because it will actually accelerate the spinal degeneration mm. that that she has okay um sometimes there are medical conditions that cause people to put on a lot of weight um you know even though they're they're extremely mindful about what they eat etc 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 and we don't want to be a people who are sort of obsessed with image right and like the way that our body looks like we we don't want to sort of be on the like I think, like, I, you know, I was talking to some people uh, sort of about this. I know a dude who was a bodybuilder for all intents and purposes, and he spent hundreds, if not thousands of dollars uh, in the course of a year on, well, it, it was probably thousands of dollars over the course of, the, uh, of a year in supplements and food just to make sure that his body looked a certain way. He was not nearly as concerned with actually like developing strength as he was with developing the physique that he wanted. You know, he wanted that. You know, he wanted to be big. He wanted to be chiseled. He wanted to have like abs, and you know, you know, he wanted to take off his shirt and women fall over. You know, <laughs> kind of thing. Um, and, and we shouldn't be like that. We shouldn't be obsessed with the way that we look, but. I, I think what I see is that sometimes we can embrace a, a sort of an asceticism where we neglect the physical, okay? Like God gave us physical bodies and he called them good. And part of being a good steward means that you take care of the temple. The Holy Spirit dwells within you, all right? You should not abuse the vessel or the temple that the Holy Spirit dwells in. Man, and this is like hitting me, just like like as I'm saying this, I'm like, man, like sometimes I eat trash, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, because I'm hungry, and it's like I am abusing, you know. And again, not to sort of like over spiritualize, I think there are a lot of people who just don't take care of themselves, who are very smart, very educated. Um, have like, but there in, in some ways is very hard for me to take those, those individuals seriously because what, what they're demonstrating to me is that, um, their theology is kind of empty and they don't understand that, that self-control, that being self-disciplined is necessary for, for a Christian. Yeah. Does that, does that make sense? Like that's oh, like, yeah. and so like when I see these dudes who I'm looking at them and I'm saying like, yo brother, you could like eat a few less cheeseburgers, and, like a few less pizzas and maybe go for a walk or two every once in a while. And they're shrieking about this list, calling him a legalist. And I'm, I'm saying like, one, you're not being very charitable. 
to, to your brother in Christ. Two, like maybe there's something here that you need to be paying attention to. And I don't, and again, I don't want to read too much into that. I don't know the situations, but like, and again, it's not to be like, oh, you need to be obsessed with counting calories and like watching your waistline and all this other stuff. I'm saying like, no, be balanced here. Like, yeah, but that's, that was sort of like one of the big ones in that, that list that sort of caught my attention and I saw people reacting to, but it's like, I mean, like hmm. exercise, good hygiene, you know, it, carry yourself well, take care of yourself, take care of your stuff. Yeah. I mean, like the, don't wear a hat inside. Who cares? Right. Like, <laughs> you know, like okay like you know i see that and i'm like mm, okay like whatever i'm not like that one but like a lot of this i'm like no this is overall like pretty good like this this category overall most of it just falls into good like the, the mm -hmm. don't wear a hat that's a little on the silly side that's not like right bad per se mm -hmm. what you know what are your no, I'm there. A, a lot kind of along this, the same lines, you know, there's, there's some that, um, man, I, especially I think the, the force of something like this is like, you read like five or six of them in a row, get up early, work harder, sleep less, have rigorous daily exercise. And it's just like, oh man, there's a part of that. That's just like a punch in the gut. And then another part that's like, it just stirs something in me like, yes, oh yeah, that's what I need to do. You yeah. know, like. Like yeah. it's in, it's encouraging. I I don't know. Maybe it's the way that guys just like interact with each other. But it's like, dude, it's like I don't lift with anybody, but I lift with two other guys, and like a lot of times we're like one more set, like you know one more rep, get it in, yeah, get it in, you know. And like I'm 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 usually the one that's like, nah, dude. I'm like I'm doing six, <laughs> and it's like I'm I'm deadlifting that six times, and that's it. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm picking that, but, um, yeah, it's like, that's to me, like, these are words that stir me up Yes, to good works. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is, this is like, I, I hear like that, what is that? Uh, let your words, you know, provoke each other to do good works. Mm -hmm. I can't remember the address, but it, it's in Hebrews, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm seeing that. And I'm like, these are good things. Like, yeah, yeah, good. Totally, totally. So, like, it's not, again, it's not like the letter of the law type of a deal where, you know, we've talked about sleep on this podcast before. So, sleep less kind of goes against, you know, um, there's a way in which to take that too far, right? Where you're just obsessed over efficiency and getting things done, where mm -hmm. you're actually hurting yourself. But again, I think the heart behind this is like, to use what God has given you well, like the time that you have on this earth, like don't just waste it, you know, like do the hard things. It says work harder. Like that is now, this mm -hmm. is something that, um, you know, I talked about how I was listening to the, the masculine mandate. Like that was the first thing that God gave man to do was work. Like mm -hmm. it, it's ingrained in us to work. So yeah, like, yeah, we're cursed now and work is difficult, but like, that is something that we ought to be doing. We ought to, okay, not step on toes, but I'm going to step on toes as guys, as men, as males, we ought to want to work hard and, and, you know, partake in the fruit of our labor, whatever that looks like. 
Mm-hmm. Um, not that women can't. I'm just saying that like that that is ingrained in us as men. So yeah, like I don't know. The, yeah, these are definitely good things. Uh, so even something like exercise, good hygiene. Um, it, it you know I get that it can be that can be kind of nitpicky. But it's out of respect for yourself, like you said, your body, taking care of yourself. It's also out of respect for other people. Um, And Mm -hmm. we'll get to this later on with some of the more like silly things that he talks about. But I really think, you know, the way that you dress talks, it, it says something to the people around you. Sorry, I feel like I have to caveat everything. But I get like, if you just don't, you know, if you don't have money for clothes, like, obviously you're not James too even talks about um, judging people based on what they're, you know, what they look like, the, the, how much they're displaying their wealth through their clothing. I'm not saying that what I'm saying is like, there is, you, you are going to feel now I'm just, there's, there was a, there was a, 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 one of the instructors at, at a program I was in at one point in time said, Look good, feel good. Yeah. And if you dress well and you pay a little bit of attention to your appearance, it helps you to carry yourself better. And yeah. it is it, it like listen, if you if you're clean and your clothes are clean, like if and if you're not covered in gravy stains and you know, <laughs> like Kool-Aid stains or whatever all over your shirt, like that like there's a certain amount of respect that is easier afforded. Like if you like, dude, like I, I wear nasty t-shirts and have like a pair of like crummy shorts to do yard work in. Yeah. And I'm not going to go like, I'm not going to go down to giant, you know, to the, the grocery store in that like, you know, I get cleaned up a little bit and I go down and I make sure that I'm at least presentable. Yeah. You know, like, I think like, yeah, I don't think there's anything crazy in just saying like, have a little bit of self-respect. Yes. You know? Yeah. And and have a little bit of respect for other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so let's move on to the next one. Attitudinal. Is that even a word? Uh, eh, whatever. Maybe. According to Mr. Presley, it's a word. Or is it Pastor Presley? I'm pretty sure. He's, uh, he's a pastor. Awesome. So. Nice. So yeah, he deserves a little, you know, some respect for sure. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) No, no. Yeah. I was just going to say yes. (laughs) So attitudinal, learn to take a joke, have a good work Absolutely. Be a little competitive, get a mentor, Mm. admit mistakes and work to correct, make a decision. Yes. No problems. I have no, like the only one where I'm like, be a little competitive. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, you got to qualify that one, bud. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. But I, that's, that's it. Yeah. I'd, I'd say it a little differently. Maybe be goal oriented, you know, set goals, something like that. Um, or be willing to push yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Some, you know, like, Definitely, but but yeah, learn to t- that, learn to take a joke. To me, is like a big one on this list. I'm like, more people need to take themselves less seriously. Yeah, just saying, myself included. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I totally agree. Uh, so we're about a third of the, a little over a third of the way of the list, Jeez. and 
mostly positive. Like yeah. there have been a couple where we're like, maybe, um, yeah, all of these are good things. Like, and, and none of these are like terrible, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Except wearing a hat. Don't wear a hat inside. Don't wear a hat inside. Whatever. That's just silly. And that's like something that's easily like just pass over. Be done. Right. Like it's not something I'm going to flip out over. Um, He told me not to wear a hat inside. (laughs) And and, like if that's, I was was just going to say if that's somebody's reaction, please. Yeah, exactly. Then you need a lot more of this list. Uh, But, um, no, I mean, I do think there are aspects of manhood that are cultural, right? Like the, I totally get why you would be in, I get if, if you're in a cultural context in which it is rude to wear a hat inside, don't freaking Mm. wear a hat inside. Like, don't be a jerk if that's going to upset people, you know? So I get if that's what he's saying, then cool. Um, maybe if he's just from a generation in which like that was seen as an offensive thing. Okay. That's that's more understandable. But like to me, you know, to the doofus with tattoos and a lip piercing, like, I don't know, doesn't, I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. And it's so, you know, so far we can sort of break it down into, you know, honor God. You know, the the first bit is about loving the Lord and loving your neighbors, loving the church, mm-hmm. you know, okay? Uh, second bit is sort of about, you know, loving your neighbors, you know, and, you know, being a worthwhile, sort of like a decent person to be around kind of thing. Uh, there's there's sort of a theme, and, and I'll probably come back to this, but like... I think there's a theme for me when I was thinking about this, that like there is a bit of a call to be a rigorous man, to be a Mm -hmm. man who sort of like rigor is like hardship, difficulty. It's like being like rigorous means like it, it's, it works you a little bit. Like a rigorous workout is difficult. And I think in some ways what he's sort of pressing at here in many ways is, you know, don't be afraid to press into the hard thing. Like when he's saying like, even like in the memorize big chunks of scripture, right? Yeah. It's like, like that's hard. Like we are learning that you and I, and just sort of like, dude, like we've been doing this podcast for a little over a year and we've, we've only got a chapter of our respective, you, you know, and, and that's not even like a huge passage like, like we've got like 20 verses memorized maybe, or, you know, 30. And I'm saying like, 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 but he's saying lean into that challenge, lean right. into that hardship. And I, I appreciate that call so far. Like, and you know, it's a hard thing to not take yourself so seriously, to be able to laugh at yourself. Like that is something that I am grateful that my father sort of, raised me on that mm-hmm. and it's not a lesson that i learned early on it's a lesson that i had to sort of learn and keep learning um and and still have to learn you know but like he's saying like a lot of this is like do the hard thing like lean into hardship yeah you know like when i'm not saying even like it doesn't even seem like he's saying seek it out he's like but when it shows up when it comes knocking we answer it and i'm like yeah i like that call I like that. Right. Relational qualities. Do you want to move on to that bit? Sure. 
Uh, be nice to your mother. Develop a firm handshake. Never shake hands sitting down. Yeah, that one. Look kind of like whatever. <laughs> Look people in the face when talking. That's a good one. Yeah. Stand in the presence of a lady. I saw a lot of dudes reacting to this one re- with just really stupid snark. Like, listen, if snark is your go-to, like, this is a silly thing, but the fact that you wanted to, like, eviscerate this tweet over that says that you really don't have a leg to stand on. Mm-hmm. Um, stand for elders, again. Like, you know, it, what he's saying is be respectful, okay? Yeah. And it's like, um, walk toward people. That one, I don't really get. I'm like, maybe that's that's sort of like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what he's saying. Take responsibility. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. Say, how can I help? That's a good question to learn how to ask and ask often. Uh, don't ever quit. Well, I would say know when to quit. Um, yeah. And know when to suck it up and drive on. Uh, notice things. Be mindful. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's a good one. Practice yeah. encouragement. That's a good one. Be confident, not condescending. Well, yeah. No, I mean, like, Yeah. I mean, aside from the couple that I, I, I sort of like said, Meh. but overall, mostly good here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, again, there are, there are cultural aspects to some of these developing a firm handshake while I agree, like it's weird if you feel like you're shaking hands with a fish. Um, but that is also kind of cultural. Um, you like you said, never shake hands sitting down, like. Okay. I I I think I understand what he's saying there. Like it just shows respect if you stand up when you shake someone's hand. Like if mm-hmm. you're expecting someone to shake your hand while you're sitting and they're standing, that's a little weird. It feels a little awkward. Yeah, that that it definitely like I I can even think of it, like I'm visualizing that and I'm like, "Oh, that would just like if you're sitting at a restaurant or something, just stand up, shake the dude's hand, sit exactly. back down." Exactly. Yeah. Like it's it's weird to reach across the table or you know whatever like but it's that's not what i would call like necessary or whatever right I, I, going there. on the handshake thing dude like so i can have a pretty firm grip i am a in many ways i am a handshake reciprocator so okay. if you okay. give me a really weak handshake i don't latch on and pump vigorously i just sort of give you the little like okay you get like the little bump and then but like if if it's a firm handshake i like i respond in like yeah and because like there there's some people that give you like the limp like and the, like if you you do like the firm grip and the pump it's like shaking a fish around or shaking like you know a stick and i'm like man it just those are awkward to me so i'm a i'm a handshake reciprocator like if i like that if it's sort of like weak i i just sort of kind con- i condescend and then even like the 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 term like don't be condescending like you know what that really means is like the lord condescended to us so he came down from above I would just say, like, be confident, but you know, be be assured in your abilities, but be rooted in humility. Yeah, and don't don't think that you are all that in a bag of chips. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, man, I agree. Uh, yeah, but it it it's a bunch of good stuff, and occasionally there's one, you know, there's a few that like hit nerves with me. You know, like notice things. 
um, mm-hmm. you know, be be more observant, be intentional, something like that. It's like, ah, yeah. Even the next one, practice encouragement. Like that's something that I recognize in myself, like I need to get better at. Um, mm. And I haven't done much about it. Um, so yeah, that's, that's another one that's just like, ah, yeah, yeah. Like that's an area where I can grow in and I ought to grow in. So yeah, man. And I will just say like practicing, practicing encouragement like don't just stop at telling somebody to get good job and press on like be willing to walk in that like i think real encouragement is like being willing to walk into somebody and helping them improve and helping them sustain and sort of like propping them up a little bit i'm just saying like and that that's a little more difficult than just being like hey you're doing really good here like which is also good and necessary mm-hmm. but like there's also a point like you know real encouragement a real encourager is willing to step in and really sort of like walk alongside that person for a little bit i'm just saying yeah um so in my opinion this is like like these these next two sections I mean, miscellaneous is very large but relationship with the opposite sex this is where it starts to get a little off the rails okay. IMO. Like it and, and again, I would even say this next section in particular is pretty okay. Okay. Um, but it's not it there's some weirdness in here. Yeah. So yeah. So relationship with opposite sex. Hang out with guys, go out with girls, take the initiative, always walk her to the door, ask a woman out face to face. Go to the door always, Mm -hmm. pay on a date, drive on a date always, ask her good questions, never raise your voice at a woman, be Mm. attentive without being a stalker, have a short engagement, lead without dominating, do the dishes, and don't look at your phone. Most of those are pretty good. I Mm. I would say, I frankly, 49 and 50... I think men need to learn how to start being friends with women, not in, not in like, we also need to like, especially married men, we need to be respectful of our wives, Mm -hmm. but I would call the, some of the women in our church, my friends. Yeah. Now it's not like, like, I think like there is a way that we have sort of like the Billy Graham rule. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that that's necessarily inherently bad or anything like that. I think there's a way that it is sort of, I don't know, becomes not helpful to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. But I also like, I don't know, you should be able to hang out with like, especially if you're a single dude, you should learn the skill of hanging out with a woman like being her friend without having some sort of like sexual tension sort of like permeating the situation. Yeah. Like you should, you should learn how to respect a woman enough and care for her as a sister and as a friend, like in a way that doesn't like, you you know, go out with girls, you know, date women. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you ought to be stringing anyone along like Mm -hmm. either. But so, I mean, you know, uh, those are the two those two i'm kind of like yeah i get a little like iffy on but they're not again not bad maybe but there's a lot of sort of like qualifying here that needs to go on but yeah. in my opinion the take the initiative yes do it like mm-hmm. you know be a man <laughs> like just <laughs> like uh, dude like 
Megan will tell, like, I was super awkward when I was asking her out. I was, like, nervous, and I was super gun-shy because I had been, I had had, like, a rough couple of years. Like, I had been dumped multiple times or, yeah, it was just, like, I was, like, super awkward, super gun-shy, but, like, I asked my wife out. I said, I'd like to go out with you and get coffee sometime, you know, and then, like, you know we dated we had a couple of dates and and then i just looked at her and said i would like to this thing to be official (laughs) you know it's like it was like the most awkward like i would stammering and because it's like you know it's hard you're putting yourself out there but like Mm -hmm. do it i don't i don't think that one's a problem uh go to the door always like i think uh, I don't know what that means. Like, what, pay on a date always, as long as it's reasonable. Like, yeah. Like, if you're, if you're, this is what I'm going to say. If you're a dude, and I, I don't want to say like, I don't, I don't agree with you always, but if you're a dude and you're dating someone or if you're taking someone out on a date, you are, for all intents and purposes, you're, you're sort of trying to pursue. A, a deeper relationship as a husband and wife. And so part of that, part of the responsibility there is like, as a husband, you will need to provide to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. And if you can't pay to take a woman out every once in a while on dates, then maybe you need to reevaluate some things and maybe get another job or a better job or handle your money better. Or maybe do you know am i totally. being a no. little harsh there so the you know uh, pay on a date ask dr- drive on a date always i don't know yeah. like that one i'm kind of like me it doesn't doesn't really matter like mm. you know i frankly if she wants to go somewhere and she knows how to get there better than you do let her drive <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. like uh Ask good question. Ask her good questions. Yeah, I think I think just conversationally we should be learning how to ask good questions. Period in in our friendships and relationships. Uh, never raise your voice at a woman. Uh, that should go without being said. I mean, I know that I've yelled at Megan before. I've raised my voice and I've had to come back and ask forgiveness and and repent of that. You know, like. Yeah, don't don't do it. Um, just yeah, don't do it. Save yourself a heartache. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, be attentive without being a stalker. Like, I don't like the language he uses there. Yeah, it's don't a weird. don't be a stalker. A stalker. I'm I'm pronouncing the L. A stalker. <laughs> I say stalker because um, there's an there's an L there. there yeah. My, People make fun of me for that, but whatever. <laughs> There's an L there. Deal with it. Don't be a creep. Don't be a creep. Yeah. Pay attention without being an obsessed weirdo. Right. Um, have a short engagement. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't, like, I would... None of these are terrible. Like, there's a couple that I'm like, eh, you know, quibble over some stuff. So, but none of these are too bad. No, I, I agree. I think, again, you're butting up against a lot of like cultural norms and things like that. 
you know, uh, go to the door always. I assume that means like walking her to the door when you're dropping her off because you're driving, uh, you know, something like that. Like I, I agree. Like, yeah. When Ollie comes of age and he's taking girls out on dates, which is a weird freaking thought. Um, like, yeah, I'm going to tell him to do that just out of respect. And I think it also, I mean, you know, if I can talk to dudes, like, it's going to set you apart if you are yeah. like intentional about things like that of just like holding the door, exactly. going up to her front door with like walking her to the door after they going up to the front door and not dude. I think the Piper and, and Ted talked a, a little bit about this. They said like, if you on a first date are parked at the end of the street or the, in the driveway and honking your horn, that's like, and like, especially like early on, <laughs> automatic disqualifier like dude i'm just gonna say like if if i had daughters and some dude rolls up to the house and beeps the horn i'm gonna tell her to go back up to her room i'm gonna go out there and say hey try again but <laughs> like bye yeah try again later yeah yeah like the, the, i will not tolerate that like from a young man like i'm just saying like as like not that yeah Exactly. And and so I think things like this, again, when you're talking about these are 99 steps toward manhood, like, don't take that to mean you absolutely have to follow these 100% of the time or you're not a man. Like, no, I don't think that's what he's saying. I'm, I think what he's saying is like, these things are going to set you apart as a man, right? Like, mm-hmm. this is going to, to get, not even give you that edge, but like, this is going to, uh, you're going to stand out and, and Mm -hmm. that's like, as a man, you will be, you know, this is, this section is relationships with the opposite sex. So like you are going to stand out as a more qualified suitor. That sounds so weird for me to say, but I just mean like, yeah, Yeah. like you're going to be, you're going to get more respect if you are more intentional about some of these things. And I think it even like leads into, um, some of the stuff that we talked earlier about like hygiene and things like that, like those things are good. The the way that you present yourself um, in your search for a wife, like those are things that she is going to care about. And God created us male and female differently to notice different things. And we need each other to see each other's faults. And so mm-hmm. like, like the, it's a good thing to present yourself well for a woman. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Like that, that is good for you to like hone off some of those sharp edges and, and grow up a little bit. So yeah, anyways, absolutely. And when I say all this, I'm also talking to myself, like, like you talked about, you know, um, asking a woman out face to face that you were super awkward. I didn't do that. Like, I, my wife asked me out, okay, to my utmost shame. Like, I wish I could you, slap you hear 19 that? year old Josh. He, he is ashamed of himself. I am. I am. <laughs> um, but like, yeah. So, so when I come down hard on some of these things, it's because I'm talking to young Josh <laughs> because yeah. he was a bit of a loser and he needed 
to know a lot of these things. Oh, dude. Like, yeah. Like, if I could sit down and talk to, you know, 17, 18-year-old Nate and be like, yo, look at this list, dummy. Like, like you should probably figure out how to do some of this stuff. Yeah. It would have saved me, like, a ton of heartache. Like, <laughs> a ton. And it just, like, overall, like, it would have saved a lot of people a lot of heartache. Yeah. You know? Um, like, it, I don't know, man. There's, there's like... At at its core, like I'm like if you like sort of boil this, and again it's just sort of like you're boiling down. It's like be respectful, mm-hmm. be be a person worthy of respect. Yeah, like serve, serve well, love well, lead well. Like you know, don't be lazy, don't be a slob. Take care of yourself, take responsibility. Like these are good things. Like mm-hmm. I don't. I don't see a problem here. What I've noticed is that when things like this come out, or like uh, when when Paul Maxwell used to say a lot of s- some of the stuff that he did, and people would sort of freak out about that, what that really indicated to me is that this is hitting nerves that these people don't like. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm not trying to like like if you feel you're like if you're looking at some a list like this and you're bristling. Maybe that's because it's poking you and you don't like the way it's poking you. Yeah. Maybe there's actually something here you need to hear, you need to read, you need to take to heart. You know, I'm I'm just saying like I'm we're looking at so this is 63. We've gone through the first 63 items. The first two thirds of this list, pretty much, and it's all pretty good. Like it's not terrible. Like yeah. there's there's a couple that are like eh, silly and you just let them go, right? Huh. The, yeah. Another thing, if I could add it in as you know, one hundred and one, be a man, eat the meat and spit out the bones. <laughs> oh, you know? for sure. Like just, just well, maybe maybe that was uh, you know part of that one that was talking about like be confident without being condescending. Yeah, mm-hmm. th- maybe that's a part of it. Like, be discerning without bashing the dude that you're, you know, talking to. The, the the dude that you disagree with. But that's another conversation we're planning on having eventually. Yes. Uh, but anyways. Yes. So, so the last section. And this is 36, item 64 through 99. So this is a sizable chunk. This is about a third of the list right here. Mm-hmm. But... Um, be on time. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, get a driver's license. Good thing. Get a job. Driver's license is conditional. Yeah. If you live in a city, um, it would actually be foolish, maybe, and cost prohibitive to have a car, especially when you have good, reliable public transportation, or you can walk wherever. Like it would just be silly to own a car. Don't do it. Maybe get a driver's license so that if you're not in the city, you can drive. Anyways, not not necessary. That one's kind of like doesn't really matter it's kind of like neither here nor there yeah um get a job absolutely some people need to get two jobs or three jobs like Mm -hmm. you know i i i strongly believe that uh, you know we are you i'm speaking to young men primarily you ought to be working at least 40 hours a week and I know that, you know, like, well, you know, if you have a job that's not willing to give it to you, find another job, find two jobs, you know, you, you can make these things work for you. I know because I did it. 
I'm not saying it was easy. Um, but it's it's doable. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I could just butt work. in for just a second, yeah, just earlier what you said about a driver's license. Again, like I think the list, if you're taking it as a law, like, yeah, you can get all up in arms about this. I would just file this under be self-sufficient. You know, yes. he's he's talked about like, driving girls on dates so clearly like driving is something to him that like he puts it he puts a little bit more emphasis on it but i mean if you just think about it in terms of like be able to to get yourself around like don't mm-hmm. d- don't rely on other people obviously there are exceptions to that if you know disabilities things like that but i think i think in general this entire list is counting for is speaking to the normally functioning adult it's not in, it's not talking about um minority cases okay so, but again you just use wisdom these are not laws that you have to follow to be a man these are uh strong suggestions from one man to another mm-hmm. this one is a little funny don't wear thongs underwear or footwear <laughs> Uh, one, if you're calling flip-flops thongs, that's kind of weird. Um, I wear, I wear sandals often, uh, Mm -hmm. when I'm not working. And so I would look at him and say, I wear boots for 12 hours a day. What I wear when I'm not on the clock is entirely (laughs) at my discretion, dude. (laughs) Like, like uh, that's not even an area where I'm like, if, if he, like, if, if somebody were to seriously rebuke me there, I'd look at them and laugh. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I, I don't, I can't think of a situation in which like, that's actually disrespectful. Like what, I mean, sure. If you're a black tie event, but like, I just wear them appropriately. Don't say don't wear them. I've worn sandals to church. Okay. And and they're nice sandals. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, not the end of the world. Whatever. Wear a belt. Uh, okay. Uh, maybe I don't know. It's like you know, wear. How about wear clothes that fit? Yeah. Yeah. You know? There you go. Like, if if you're in a formal setting or a semi formal setting, you should probably have a belt on. Um. Wear shoes with shoelaces. Who cares? I mean, I I own both um learn to tie a tie eh, it's not a bad thing but not necessary learn to polish a shoe full disclosure i know how to do it i know okay. how to, i polish boots in the army i don't like i sort of put this under like learn how to take care of your stuff okay. like just like uh, it's not uh, and again this is one of those things where it's like I, I think most dudes should learn how to tie a tie. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. But it, I, I wouldn't say, like, you absolutely need to learn how to do this, but it's like, uh, learn how to take care of your stuff. Right. Um, learn to drive a standard trans- transmission. Uh, there's no downside. It's not, but it's not necessary. Right. I, Frankly, I prefer driving standard. I own mm-hmm. an automatic. I own two automatics. Yeah. I prefer standard. Um, but I don't have one right now. Me too. But yeah, I, I don't see what that has to do with manhood. Like, frankly, at all. Like, yeah, it's a cool my, thing to, to learn, but... It, my wife drove okay. stick. <laughs> is, she, is she 
more manly than I am, or you know, if, if I didn't know how, I don't know. But it's like whatever. That's kind of, dude. I I know how to drive big trucks, so mm-hmm. like I I can sling eighteen gears, or I used to be able to. I, I'm probably a little rusty at this point in time. Um, Thanks. so that's that's like thirteen more gears than most cars ever see. <laughs> um, learn to use jumper cables. Not a bad thing. That's the self-sufficiency sort of thing. Right. Learn to build a fire. Like, a lot of these fall under that. Learn to build a fire. Learn to split wood. Like, yeah. Like, be be useful. Be self-sufficient. Don't, you know, I can build a fire. It's not pretty. And <laughs> I'm not good at it. Um, uh, but uh, don't use too much hair product. I don't even, like, that one, I'm like... It, <laughs> I think that sort of would fall under don't be self-obsessed. Like, okay. And I'm like, yeah. but even there, I'm just like, yeah, take care of yourself, but don't be, you know, uh, like if you have to stare in the mirror for 25 minutes and get every hair, like, I, don't get me wrong. I, I like to be well-groomed and mm-hmm. my wife will make fun of me sometimes. Cause she's like, you know, I have a beard. And it requires a little bit of maintenance, a little bit of care. But sometimes she makes fun of me because I'm standing in front of the mirror too long. I'm just saying, like, okay. it's not the end of the world, fellas. Like, you know, how about this one? Just like, don't, don't preen, don't be a peacock. Don't preen, don't spend too much, don't care too much about what you look like, yeah. but look nice. Yeah. You know, I would just sort of like, um, get rid of neck hair. It's self maintenance. <laughs> like I don't know. Like whatever. Don't care. Yeah. Uh, get a dog. This one, I'm just like, I guess if you want a dog, you know. Yeah. I think I think the idea of like, hey, you know, the thing is like a dog is a responsibility, like mm-hmm. to take on responsibility. Absolutely. Yeah. Do it. Uh, but you know, be responsible. You know, uh, don't yep. get a dog if you can't pay your bills. You know, there are right. like, frankly, there are some people here where I live in Western Pennsylvania who need to get rid of some of their animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Um, uh, learn to defend yourself. I am frankly of the mind that this is not like, I think the way Ted and, and Barnabas handled this, they say, learn to defend other people. Not just okay. yourself, yeah. but like learn. I, I really believe that men should learn how to be defenders. Yeah. Um, learn some sort of martial skill and be willing to sort of stand in the gap. Like learn to quit yourself well and stand in the gap for those. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, totally. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with sort of saying, like, you know, like learn to maybe throw a punch or to take a hit and, you know, for the right reasons. Right. You know, uh, yeah. Yeah, totally. And like, not to go too far down this road, but like where this does, where you do kind of butt up against like the whole gender role thing of men and women. Like, I think just at a basic foundational level, if you look at like the biological differences between males and females is that males are more have more physical strength and you see in a female we acquire muscle mass quicker and our bone density is higher yeah and you see in a female body that it is made to nurture particularly children but it is made like 
the breasts are for her children. The wide hips are for birthing. Like it's just biologically ingrained that there are differences between males and females. That said, I think the male side of things, the the strength that we ought to be cultivating as males, um, I think the way that that works in a community is that, yes, you ought to be a protector. And that's where I was going with that. You know, you can disagree if you want to, whatever. But just that, yeah, we ought to use the strength that we naturally, that is biological within our bodies um, to defend others and you and know when to use it and when not to use it because we can become mm-hmm. abusive with it. Um, but we ought to use that for the betterment of those around us. So yeah, totally. Absolutely. No, yeah, that's yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, get a good fountain pen. Yeah, eh. who cares? <laughs> like, if you like fountain pens, like if you want to take the time to learn how to use a fountain pen, good on you. But uh, no thanks. Yeah. Uh, comb your hair before you go out. Uh, sure, don't care. Like, you know that I think overall this is sort of a take care of yourself. Right. Like, be presentable. Um, stop with video games. Now this yeah. one, I was like, huh. Because like this one, we could have stopped at. We could probably we. I think we've hammered on this one. When I whenever I see this, I think don't be entertainment driven, entertainment obsessed. Yeah. yeah. Like how about that one? Like how about we put our hobbies in the right places? That's it. Like yeah. I th- I think like like I said, I think we've beat that that topic up. <laughs> More than a few things. Like, Mm -hmm. know when to say no and put it down and sort of walk away. But also at the same time, like, it's like, you need to put it away because it's childish. Like, all right, tool. Like, my response to that is exactly, all right, tool. Like, like, let me pick apart your life and see where you're wasting time. Like, because I'm sure I can find some, some hobby that you have that is pretty useless all in all. But... Like that one, I bristled at, and mm-hmm. I don't know if that's because it it was because I don't know if that was a good conviction or I'm just like I'm sick of, like obviously yes, like I mean we've said it before. You and I have talked. Like there's a time when like we need to put the this stuff down. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I I I'm just so sick and tired of seeing it be the punching bag. I'm just so tired of it. Yeah, like. It's like there. We definitely need to. Like, I just want to see somebody say, like, "Hey, just be smart. Be be. You know, be reasonable. Don't let your hobby rule you." Like, right. Right. How about that? Exactly. Like, yeah, and and I get that video games can be addictive. I get that people play way too much. You know, spend way too much mm-hmm. of their time playing video games. But to to single out video games and not. Something so like, I don't know, I usually go immediately to football because I'm not a sports guy, but like, well, it's an easy, it's an easy target. Yeah. And, and it's, it, so it just, it seems like, you know, the whole like log in your eye, speck in mind kind of a thing where it's like, just cause, you know, just cause Clint doesn't play video games, you shouldn't either kind of a thing where it's like, 
yeah, like you said, you could pick apart your life. Let me take a look at the hobbies that you enjoy. And, uh, you know, maybe we can have a conversation about how much time you're spending on that stuff. So, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. But, you know, here we are with our video game podcast. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> so it's not like we don't have an agenda. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, learn to use an iron that's take care of your stuff. Like you should probably own a few nicer shirts that need to be ironed every once in a while. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That uh, sort of falls within that self-sufficiency thing as well. Mm-hmm. Get a suit that fits, like take care of yourself. You know, get the, I, you know, you should have, I don't think it's a bad thing to own a suit. I don't think it's necessary either. Mm-hmm. So, um, cut your own grass. I mean, for the record, I own a suit. I don't know if it fits anymore though. So, uh, I own two suits. I don't know if either one of them fits. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, whatever. Uh, cut your own grass. Uh, I don't. Full disclosure, I do not cut my own grass. Okay. I also walk 12 miles a day. Uh, <laughs> so, most of the time, I am not the one cutting it. Uh, that one, like, that being said, like, if I needed to, absolutely needed to, I would, I think in some ways, and maybe I'm just sort of making an argument for my, for the benefit of my laziness, but I think, uh, I, I like being able to pay somebody and sort of invest in my community that way, maybe invest Mm -hmm. in a young man, um, or a, a small business that could use that money more than I could use. I don't need that exercise. Uh, so I'm just saying like, I don't like hey, cut your own grass, you know, or don't like, I'm not going to judge you either way. Right. But yeah. how about take care of your lawn though? Like, you know, either pay somebody to come do it or do it yourself. Don't let it be, be overgrown. Mm-hmm. Uh, handwrite notes, eh, whatever. Like, I think, I think writing notes and letters and thank you cards is a good thing. So yeah. Yeah, be, be intentional. I mean, I, I, yeah, again, I, it's not necessarily a rule. I wouldn't take it as a rule. I would take it as like a, oh, yeah, that's a thoughtful thing to do. That's going to, you know, help someone out. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see. Uh, return calls within an hour, text within a day, emails within a week. No. Um, I, I think Ted and Piper both said this and, uh, there are almost no circumstances where somebody requires access to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I frankly, uh, I think like you return calls within a reasonable frame of time. Just be reasonable. Like um, learn to use a chainsaw. Well, you know, uh, if you live in an environment that requires that or that would be useful, I think this falls under like be useful. Yeah. Um, learn to change a tire, be self-sufficient. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wear an undershirt. I do every day at work. Okay. Um, and it is mostly so that I don't turn my work shirt into a sopping nasty mess. <laughs> I, I wear that. I have some nice white undershirts that I wear under my church clothes. Don't wear Crocs. I don't care what you wear on your feet. I mean, yeah. Crocs are weird, but apparently they're incredibly comfortable. I can so, attest to that. Uh, be a carnivore, not a herbivore. <laughs> I would actually say this is this is one of the things I would say bad. This is okay. just straight bad because I think there are far more studies that point to the fact that 
a plant-based diet is actually better for you long-term than a meat-based diet. Um, I would, I would not say that it's necessary, but like, I would say that this is actually like, this is the, maybe the one thing I'm like, no, I absolutely refute this. Like, I don't think it's necessary to eat meat. Okay. Um, always wear a watch. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Um, what does you that should have to do with anything? I don't know. Be aware. Be I mean, be aware of what time it is, whether it's on your phone or whatever. Uh, carry a little cash. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. It's not necessary. Um, don't wear cargo shorts. Eh, who cares? I think they're kind of tacky myself, but I own a few pairs. Yeah. So, like, they're handy. Um, drink coffee, not tea, Mister Crumpet. This is just <laughs> dumb. Like, this is like. Uh, yeah, that, and I think they they even mentioned this on the happy rant. But the be confident, not condescending. Mm-hmm. That is one of the most condescending statements. <laughs> I saw dudes like, and well, even sort of like, I saw dudes freaking out about this mm-hmm. and saying like, you know, the super manly guy. Yeah, you know, they were talking about some super manly author or whatever who used to drink like five cups of tea a day and blah 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 blah. And uh, I'm just like. And like, you know, what's sort of what's your point here? Yeah, that statement's just stupid, and it's just silly. I don't know why he put it on there. I think he was like, but that reading that, I'm like, that sort of leads me to believe he was trying to be funny. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. Like, it feels like a joke to me. I don't. I don't get it. Yeah, the the, the herbivore, not a carnivore, and and the tea, not or coffee, not tea, is just like what what. Yeah, it seems like a joke. Does um don't ever get a manicure? I would say like frankly there's some dudes who probably ought to get a manicure, <laughs> you know, huh. like as part of taking care of themselves. Yeah. Um you know, uh but I I I mean I trim my nails, but I've never got a mani or a pedi, but I'm just saying like it's probably not the worst thing in the world. Uh <laughs> that one's sort of silly. I don't move out yes move out of your parents house like get your own place be responsible for yourself Mm -hmm. um give back be useful care about the people around you you know i just like aside from like there's there's a good you know there's probably what half a dozen silly sort of things in this list yeah um, there's, like I said, I think the one bad thing is to say like, be a carnivore. I'm like, dude, that's actually like really bad advice. Like red meat has been linked associated with like heart disease, like eating lots of red meat and stuff like that. I'm just like, nah, bro, <laughs> that one's real bad. Yeah, um, but, yeah, but nah, nah. Yeah, but nah, <laughs> uh, uh, most of that list is just it's good. Yeah. It's okay. It's not bad. And I don't see why I guess like, you know, the the short version is I saw a lot of people reacting. A lot of people I really care about and respect acting like fools surrounding this list and sort of piling on and jeering and sort of being snarky. And it made me angry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it. there's also that, I, I think our current cultural climate makes it so that 
whenever you make a claim about something that has to do with masculinity or femininity that people easily kind of get up in arms um mm-hmm. for different for different reasons frankly i mean sure you can blame it on you know feminism or whatever if you want to i think also there's been overreactions to that in into like hyper masculine I, ideals of hyper masculinity where where you know like one of the things on the list is don't cry much like you know there, there's that um there's that stern you know uh father figure stereotype that like never shows yeah. emotion and that's what a man ought to be well no definitely not you see in in scripture that um a lot there were a lot of very manly men who showed emotion um so i get that I just think I just think people take it too seriously, man. I think you take the good things that are here and you just throw away the stuff that that's bad. Um, I think yeah. you ought to like you ought to reflect. You ought to see why is this bad? Is just is this just a knee jerk reaction? Is this just because it offends me, or is there like is there something deeper here? Because mm-hmm. so especially like you shouldn't fly off the handle just because you don't like a couple things here when yeah by and large these are good suggestions don't take it as a law um but these are good things that that boys ought to consider to to grow up you know and that's what i mean by the term boys it's just like young men yeah let me do that so i'm not so condescending forgive me young men ought to take these things to heart there are things on here I need to work at. Again, I'm talking to myself here too. These are good suggestions. And you know what? If you don't like this list, make a better one. I mean, seriously, like set goals. What do you think manhood is? What do you think that ought to look like? Um, how ought you to progress in becoming a better man? I, and And write those things out and actually work towards them. I think ultimately, like, and we need to drive it back to this. And I've sort of been, this is the one thing that I wanted to say the most about this list. Somebody said, Jesus doesn't meet all the requirements on this list. And I'm saying Mm -hmm. Jesus is the template for that list in a lot of ways. Um, you, You know, and I'm not saying Jesus... (laughs) <laughs> might know how to polish a shoe. I'm sure he does. He's God. But I think when we talk about sort of like the, the critical mm-hmm. that sort of sit behind all of this, right? Is that Jesus walked in perfect obedience. He uh, executed yeah. wisdom perfectly, you know. And and so, you know, when we look at the, when, when Galatians, you know, tells us about the fruit of the Spirit, right love joy peace patience kindness goodness gentleness self-control all of these things are present in that list be self-controlled be loving be gentle be kind Mm -hmm. you know be good you know take care of other people take care of yourself so that you can serve others better like you know be a useful contributing member of society and in your community. Don't be a leech. Be courteous. Like, I don't think Jesus has nearly as big a problem with this list as a lot of people want to make out. 
Like, I'm not saying that, like, I, I think that if somebody were to say, like, if, if Clint Presley were to say, like, this list is the definitive thing, and this is absolutely what you need to do, and if he were to get super yeah. legalistic with it, then there would be problems. But I think as a general rule, as a guideline, there is nothing wrong with this list. Nothing. And, and, and for the most part, mm-hmm. yeah, not nothing, but you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think... A lot of it is like there's some stuff that is sort of nonsensical and just needs to be ignored. But like at the same time, like I just see dudes freaking out about this and I'm saying like, man, I when I look at the Jesus of the Bible and I, I look at a list like this, I don't see nearly, the, the, mm. uh, there aren't really that many red flags that, that pop up for me. Because the things that I think Clint Presley was really calling and men to in this list I think are good things he's looking at men saying step up work hard like like that that phrase be rigorous like lean into the hard things like do the hard things push yourself you know serve you know love others well love the Lord well like you know sort of like leave it all out in the field and I think like I think if I'm being honest, I think that's offensive to a lot of people. I think that's mm-hmm. offensive to a lot of people in evangelicalism and even maybe within reformedom to a certain extent. Because, like, and I know in some ways that is hard for me to look at that because I know in many, many ways I fall short of that. But the grace of our Lord and mm-hmm. Savior is sufficient for my shortcomings. Like, even in this. Like you know, I'm I'm grateful right. that th- this list is not gospel, is not part of the law because I would fail miserably at it. But you know, for Pete's sake, like the the to like if if a guy who sort of like if if somebody is listening to this and they 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 saw this list and and they didn't like it and they sort of freaked out over it, I I welcome the email. I welcome a text. I welcome whatever. Like, get a hold of me and talk to me about it. But I would, like, be warned because I will look at you or I will respond to you and say, what specifically do you think is the problem here? And and I will probably also look at you and say, like, I honestly think that maybe that's a convictional issue that maybe you need to really wrestle with. Like, I, th- th- I, I don't want to... To, to presuppose or assume too much, but I really, I, I'm willing to put stakes on it, like, in, in many ways. And I think a lot of the times when people are sort of freaking out and reacting poorly to this, it is because this list mm-hmm. hits home and in a way that they don't like. And they're not willing to do the hard work of confronting themselves. I don't know. I want to be gracious there. You know, and obviously, like, you know, we didn't agree with everything on this list. Like, you know, the the stop with the video games. Like, I I get it. At the same time, I right. think there are probably some dudes who need to hear that. You know, um, so it's, I don't know. I, I, I just thought, I thought this was, it was timely and, and a good thing for us to maybe talk about. And it's, it's not exactly super on topic but uh, you know it it was tangentially related so yeah talks about a little bit of video games in there as well 
Yeah. But, but yeah, totally. I mean, as, as we, we like to, you know, talk about lots of things on the podcast, but as we look at our backlogs and the things that we have accumulated over time, I, I do think it's good to take a, take a look outside of that. Look at our responsibilities. Are we becoming the the types of people, the men, the women that we want to be? Um, are these are our hobbies um, helping us as well? Are they hindering us? Um, you know that doesn't mean necessarily mean that you know that we need to always be making progress every single second of the day. I don't, I don't mean that to you know to put a burden on you, but I mean that to say like, are, are you, is it, is it being, you know, restful? Is it replenishing you? Is it challenging you? Is it, you know, are there good things that's coming from this hobby? Um, is it recreational for you? Um, or do you notice that you're, that you may be spending too much time with it? Um, so I, I think that, I think it is tangentially related in that we all recognize that there's a lot that we could do as it pertains to this hobby of video games. Um, but, um, you know, ought we to be doing that and how much, you know, where's that line, um, is something that we all have to wrestle with as we take a look at the responsibilities that we have in life in general. Absolutely. I mean, it's the examine your life, like ask questions of yourself, hard Mm -hmm. questions of yourself, and uh you know not i i would also say don't just ask yourself questions but open yourself up to the critique and counsel of others yeah. uh, you know your your pastor um elders in your church uh trusted older men and women in your church uh you know friends and family i go back to that that passage in Proverbs that says the the wounds of a friend are faithful and the, but the kisses of an enemy are profuse. Like we all need people in our lives who are going to tell us the hard things. Um, yeah, and I think uh, you know I I sort of wanted to incorporate like uh, an overall like a quote or uh, I I wanted to start doing this. And, That's right, and I didn't really have anything the last time and this time i'm actually going to sort of bring up a, an, a verse that i i may or may not have mentioned before but uh and i'm going to be paraphrasing it because i just you know but uh philippians 4 8 says uh whatever is true honorable just pure lovely or commendable dwell on these things and that's sort of a i don't know that's like I've seen the word excellent used in that verse from time to time. And I think like, I look at this list and I think what Clint Presley was trying to do in this list is look at people and say, pursue excellence with your life. Yeah. You know, do it. And I, I really, I really like, and again, I I don't want to be legalistic, but I don't think there's anything wrong. (sighs) I don't think there's anything wrong with looking at uh, at ourselves and at each other and saying we can do better, and right. and we can push harder. We can we can do better. Uh, I think, frankly, we ought to be asking you know saying that uh, asking asking ourselves that question: Can we do better um, more often? But yeah, man, it's good stuff. But 
I think okay. we've sort of beat this one up. It's looking like it's looking like this one's a beefy boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah apparently it is. <laughs> so I did not think it would take us this long. No, me neither. But here we are. Here we are. Um, <laughs> well, if if there were any thoughts that you had that we didn't cover, um, which I'm sure there are plenty of them, uh, there's tons of different ways that you can reach out to us. You can hit us up on Twitter. Our handle is at bbdowncast. Email us at thebacklogbreakdown at gmail.com. We've got our Facebook group, the hashtag Backlog Book Club. Um, we've got a Discord server. Link of, mm-hmm. for that will be in the description of this. And then you can always uh, reach out to either of us just, you know, individually at our different social media platforms. Um, I generally go by Broccolope, spelled B-R-O-C-C-O-L-O-P-E. And you usually go by your name. Yes, with an underscore. Nate underscore McKeever. Yeah, and and I, I, I'm being dead serious about that whole, like, throwing out the challenge to anybody who might be listening to this and didn't like what I said. Reach out to me on, on Facebook or Twitter. And uh, or you know shoot shoot an email to uh, the the podcast email and I I will do my best to respond in a timely manner, uh, but I like I said I really I am hard pressed to believe that there is ill intent in this list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just hard pressed. Yeah, man. All right. Well, um, you know, you can join us in our Psychonaut September if you want to join in mm, with that. Yes. We've got that going on in the group. Um, going through the institutes as well in 2019. Uh, and then, of course, Backlog Golf if you want to join mm. us. We've got a few more months of that. Yeah. Until we're, we're free. We're rounding no, out kidding. the year, man. <laughs> it's Yeah. It's, it's been good. Down. It's been good. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on a much lighter note, yeah. If if you have uh, the ability to play Psychonauts with us, I I would love to hear from you. I'm I am enjoying coming back to that, even though like I I am sort of frustrated with the camera. So I'm I'm excited for you, Josh, because I I really do like this game a lot, and I think mm-hmm. it sounds like you're enjoying it. So I'm yeah, glad. yeah, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. But it gets better the more that I play it, for sure. Yes, it does. Like, yes, yes, absolutely. So, well, I think we've sort of run the gamut here. So, I agree. Uh, I think we did good. So, till next time, guys, you keep beating down your backlogs and we'll keep breaking down those benefits. Oh, yeah. See ya later. But we're still able to talk, but my computer froze up. So that's no bueno. We'll I don't like happens. it. Am, am I am I guilty of cultural appropriation for saying no bueno, Josh? <laughs> I'm 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 an Irish uh Pennsylvania Scotch Irish dude. So Pennsylvania Dutch Scotch Irish. I so. I'm, I'll I'll just say it. I I don't think cultural appropriation is a bad thing. So, <laughs> like uh, or cultural assimilation? Yeah, it it, it doesn't I I think it's fine. <laughs>
It's the melting pot. <laughs> exactly. Like, when has that been? I don't know. Anyways, politics. Apparently it's a bad thing. Apparently it's... Yeah, our, our political <laughs> discussions will remain behind the paywall. <laughs> uh, a lot of people are like, I'm not paying to listen to that. <laughs> right. That's because you're smart. Yeah, um, yeah. Josh is letting his dog in. Little dog was stuck outside. So dark and cold and lonely outside. Now he's inside. <laughs>